Blog Talk Radio. there for a second, but I'm here now. <laughs> you here. Well, honey, I tell you, we got a show ahead of us today. I'm telling you, it's going to be a hot button topic show today. And I mean, it's, you know, we're going to talk about a little bit of everything. We're probably just going to go with the flow today. Uh, Miss DeAndra will be with us shortly. You know, you know how she is. She's going to keep it. She's going to keep it real with you. She's going to keep it hood. And she's just gonna say what's on her mind because she she that's just how she is. She she's gonna keep it real. So you know, uh, Michael, how was your weekend? You know, today's Monday. I know you have the day off, but you know, but how was your weekend? Uh, eventful, but yet very uneventful. So I guess that's not too bad. <laughs> like drinking, like empty. You know, it's like drinking beer. It's like empty calories. You know, you know, it's, it's you're full. <laughs> But it's, you just just not, get nothing out of it. I'm just, so you know, yeah, on the yeah, I guess that'd be a very interesting play on words. But, yeah, I guess that'd be one way to put it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just want everybody to know that we do have the chat room open. If you want to get on uh, blogtalkradio.com uh, slash UCOFW, you can chat with us. You can register for free. It doesn't cost anything. But just look us up. Um, the show is called The Urban Wire, but we're under UCOFW. So just come on in there. If you want to chat with us, go ahead and do that. Um, check us out on YouTube.com slash UCOFW. Um, me and Michael just did um, a taping yesterday for Volume 2 of our um, political series um, called Politic Ditto. And in this series, we pretty much discussed the entire um, Arizona um, shooting and how uh, the media, how we think the media somewhat played um, – into that entire fiasco, which, you know, um, once again, we just want to send, you know, our prayers out to the families of the victims. And we we just um, just go there and check check it out. Like, it's a really good series. We really sat down and talked, you know, and discussed, you know, the entire situation. And I think you guys will really get something out of that. 
And if you want to hit us up, um, on Twitter, we're on twitter.com slash UCOFW. You can get our um, latest updates. You can follow, you know, see, you know, what some of our interests are, you know, um, our favorite videos, just things like that. So make sure you guys get on that as well. And, um, um, we don't really get on our MySpace page anymore, but we, we, we have that page still. We're just, that's going to be our official page until we get our website done. And for those who don't know, Michael does. Michael Snyder here, he does have his own website, and um, which he will be having a YouTube. He's going to be launching his YouTube page soon. Uh, in his couple days, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So can you give them the URL to the website? Uh, yes. My website is uh, www.sunrisehumanity.com. Deals in uh, personal, uh, spiritual, and metaphysical development and some Reiki education. So, you know, any of you happen to have an interest in things of that nature, check it out. Appreciate right. your comments. Act information's there. <laughs> and also, I want everybody to know um, if you want to call in, you have any questions, comments, um, or if you just have any concerns on the issue that we're going to be bringing up tonight, um, feel free to give us a call at 646-915-8200. Once again, that's 646-915-8200. We're going to go to a quick song really quick, and um, we're going to come back, and we're going to jump into a couple of topics today. Um, I know Michael has a topic, and I'm going to probably – chime in with something, and we're just going to um, just have a good time tonight. It's going to be like a little laid back um, little show, but we do have a serious topic that I want to get into um, in the next 30 minutes. We're going to probably get on that. It's about a, a situation that that just locally happened in Indianapolis, which I kind of had an encounter with the individual that um, – has made headlines, but we're going to be really careful how we talk about the situation because um, it's an ongoing investigation, so we have to really be careful how we address that situation. So um, we have somebody online really quick. We're going to go to the phone lines real quick before we go to our first song and see if they have a comment or um, question. Um, 492, do you have a comment or um, a question, or are you just listening for now? No, Seneca, I'm just listening. Who's this? Chan. Oh, okay. This is my cousin. All right, cuz. Um, you just you gonna hang with us for a while and just listen? Yes, that's what I'm doing. All right, boo. Well, we're gonna um go to our first song, and you you hang on in there with us and listen, cause we got a good show tonight. Jam packed. Miss DeAndre's gonna be here in a minute. You know, we're gonna set it off. But um, the first song we're gonna go to tonight, we're gonna go to some Rick Ross. And then we're going to come back and jump into our um, story for the evening.
alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall Automatic weapons on the floor, but who can you call? My down bitch, one who live by the code Put this music shit aside, get it in on the road Lot of quiet times, pink bottles of rose Exotic red bottoms, so body glittered in gold Following fundamentals, I'm following in a rental I love a nasty girl who swallow us on the menu That money triple up when you get it out of state Need a new safe cause I'm running out of space L. Ray Jetson, I'm somewhere out of space Yo, In my seat, she, she the one that I would take me And then 
Well, it's hard telling how long that will actually uh, take, but that will be the final step. Once he is canonized, then he will be officially declared a saint and will be able to be venerated and worshipped by the patrons of the Catholic Church at that point. So this is one of the big things that they're hoping is going to help lift some good news and uh, lift the spirits in the Catholic Church and hope this will actually be a big thing for them and positive news they're hoping as opposed to all the nastiness they've gotten themselves into here lately with clerical sex abuse. So something I've noticed come up here this week that I found interesting. Wow. Well, um, thanks for that update, because I know, like like you said, this has been like an ongoing um, situation that's been going on with the Catholic Church um, for months now, and we've been following that um, pretty much on a consistent basis on this show, and uh, Michael's been doing a pretty good job in uh, keeping us informed on that. Um, but I want to share with the audience, too, that um, I'm on politicsdaily.com right now, and um, I guess they were saying how um, this this trial that um, his trial could be moved to San Diego, California, even though that it took you know took place in Arizona. And um, and I'm going to read you a little bit of this article on here because um, I know we did a we did a uh, entire video on that yesterday. We we taped that yesterday. But I just want to um, do a little. Um, update on this, and I'm going to read you this article from politicsdaily.com, and um, is written by correspondent Christopher Weber, and the uh, article is entitled, Jared Loeffner Trial Expected to be Moved to California. Jared Loeffner is likely to be tried in California on charges. He killed six people and wounded 13 in Arizona earlier this month because the pretrial publicity threatens to overshadow the proceedings in his home state. But prosecutors are vowing to oppose any change of the venue. Court, court officials say that moving the trial to San Diego within a few weeks, federal law enforcement, hold up, court officials could move the trial to San Diego within a couple of weeks, federal law enforcement sources told the Washington Post. One official told the newspaper that while the new chief judge, Rosalind O. Silver, will make the final decision about the venue change, quote, it's going to happen. But justice, but the Justice Department spokesman, Matthew Miller, said that prosecutors will challenge any attempts to move the trial, Politico reported. Quote, the department plans to bring the case to Arizona and will oppose any change of venue motions, unquote, Miller said Monday. All federal judges in the Arizona in Arizona have recused themselves from the case because they knew Judge John Rowe, who was killed in in the January eighth rampage. So I'm gonna stop right there and the article pretty much goes on and you know and discusses the reasons why they're gonna be moving their case to California but do you think by moving this case to uh, another state that will kind of cut out the bias in this case, or do you think by keeping it there um, that it will kind of somehow influence the entire um, outcome of the uh, trial? What do you think about that? 
Well, personally, I don't really fully understand why they feel the necessity to go to California with it. I mean, what, was the state of Washington not in play? I mean, you know, why California, for one? Number two, I guess the other thing that's got me a little curious on this is I understand that it's a real hotbedded, obviously a hotbed situation in the state of Arizona, but... You know, it's a hotbed issue all around the U.S., not just in Arizona. I I guess I – I don't know. I personally think try the thing in Arizona myself, but that's my opinion. That's kind of what I thought, and I thought that article was kind of peculiar. That's why I wanted to bring that up um, because, like you said, like um, there's an outrage everywhere, like, you know. Then that's look, uh, another thing, too, is my question. Is this going to be which – which trial is this? Is this going to be the federal court proceedings, or is this going to be the state of Arizona's proceedings? Um, let me see really quick. Um, it really doesn't say. Um, I'm looking through the – well, it said it, it mentioned something about all, like, the federal judges. So I, I don't know. I'm assuming that it's the federal trial they're talking about. Okay. I'm not really sure. All right, now yeah. that makes that makes sense to me then. Okay, knowing yeah. that, that makes perfect sense. Okay, they'll go pick the closest federal district, which is probably, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's probably California. All right. Because so it mentions that he faces federal counts of right. murder and murder in the massacre. So, yeah, I, I, I can kind of see that as well. Yeah, that's so. And that that makes a lot more sense to me now on that aspect, picking a federal court to try it in. Now, if this was going to be Arizona's trial, I was going to say, well, you know, why why in the world they go in there? But okay, I understand. Okay. But like I said, it's it's just going to be. Um, I'm just going to let everybody know. You'll probably hear more about it. Like I mentioned yesterday in the posting, like you know, this is. It's only been over a little over a week since this happened, so I, I think we're going to hear a lot more um, as the days and the weeks progress because I think this is going to be one of those um, trials, especially with the victim, with the um, perpetrator still alive because, like I mentioned yesterday, so many times, like when people commit massacres like this, they usually kill themselves after doing this. So it's going to be, you know, one of those things where, you know, I really would want to, you know, it, it would be interesting if someone would sit down with him, like, and kind of pick his mind to see what drawn, you know, what kind of what drew him to do this, you know. So it's, it's going to be an interesting trial. I think it's um, a lot of developments are going to come out of this, and it's it's, it's going to be one of those um, high-profile cases that um, we're going to see a lot um in the media, and it's going to be like one of those things where we're going to almost get tired of hearing about it, you know, as, as sad as it sounds. But, you know, but seriously, this is this is like something that needs to be, you know, I think needs to be pushed to the forefront because, like we mentioned, like with, with all this hate speech and all this um, bickering back and forth between the parties and stuff like that, and, you know, a lot of these networks, pretty much putting out this hate propaganda, you know, through their, uh, in the media and stuff like that, you don't know who's going to take that stuff and run with it. You know, like I said, there's a lot of unstable individuals out there 
that can't distinguish, you know, you know, they don't know how to distinguish. Right. So this is this is just going to be one of those things that I, you know, we're going to keep following it too, and um, you know, like I said, our prayers are um, with the families of the victims and stuff like that because I you know it's just one of those things, you know. And like I said, here in Indianapolis, too, we had an incident that happened on that Saturday, too, where there was a shooting at a funeral in the church. And I guess, like, um, a 16-year-old, I think it was a 15- or 16-year-old, got shot in the leg due due to an altercation. And I guess, like, um, the church where it happened was, like, on the west side of Indianapolis. And there were about six or 700 people, like, attending this um, funeral service of a young man that was shot and killed around the beginning of the year. And it was just, it's just a weird time of year where we've seen so much happen so far as far as without, you know, with all the murders and everything that's um, been out here in the media. So, you know, it's 2011 has been, you know, it's, it's off to a rocky start already, you know? So it's just one of those things, you know, we just have to. Almost seems um, like, nationwide powder keg of some kind. Right. I don't know why that is, but it just kind of seems like it. So, I don't know. So, what were your thoughts about the entire um, situation? Let's say that again. I couldn't hear you very well. I'm sorry. So, what were your, so what's your thoughts about the entire um, situation then with the Arizona shooting? I don't know. They, this... The only thing that I think that anyone can say with certainty right now is this is going to be a really big mess. And this thing is going to go on a couple of years from now. People will still be writing about this. But I think, too, that this is also possibly going to have a ripple effect, you know, on the up-and-coming political season. You know, we have a presidential election. It's, you know, the campaign will start any time. And in some places right. already has started. You know, right. I think the high potential for even some of the fallout or the questionable things that the media has portrayed or whatever with this, I think that could even possibly ripple over into some of that. You know, mm-hmm. as far as how the politics are handled or their right. campaigning is handled. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how this really uh, has long-term effects down the road. Um, okay, we're going to go to the lines. I think we have another caller. We're going to see if they have a um, question or comment or if they're just listening. Um, three one three. I mean three. Yeah, three three one. Are you just listening or do you have a comment? Are you just listening? I guess they're just listening. I, I'm listening. I'm listening, but I'm trying to figure out, you know, what drives what drives people to kill. I, I'm just not. I mean, is, you know, is it the home, the, the the lifestyle? I don't. I don't. I'm not understanding this. Well, well, the thing about it is, is and you know, we like I told you, we did a posting about this yesterday. When you have networks out here, such as Fox News, that are pretty much promoting violence, you know, they're you know, and they're voting. I mean, they're promoting things that they don't, they can't back up. You have people out here that don't have the mental capability to distinguish, like, well, you know, I need to not listen to what they say because they have literally 
put in the minds of people that we need to go out here and kill people. We need to go out here and take our guns and go to the rallies and go out here and um, reclaim America and all this crap and stuff like that. So I think a lot of it has to do with the media itself. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And, you know, and, 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 I, and I mean, the congresswoman that was shot, do you think that, that, that he was aiming towards just her? Because, you know, that you know the news said that, you know, she had a lot of threats and everything. Was it just her? or I, That's what I'm not I'm – trying, I'm trying to understand this. Was it just her they were aiming at, and he just, just went crazy, rampage, you know, started shooting everybody? You know, I, that's a good question, and I've wondered that myself, sir, because, you know, you've got, was I think this, they said six people dead, and one of them is a nine-year-old child. You know, right, what did right. the child do? Was she just standing in his path in his way, or what? Yeah, or was he just trying to attack her? See, I, 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 that, that's just that's the question that's been in my head. You know, you know, was he just, you know, aiming towards her, or then, you know, then just, just went crazy, you know? I mean, just like yeah. the the, Cal- the Caliban, was it the Caliban shooting in the schools? I mean, you just got people now. I mean, people are losing their minds. I mean, you know, and then a lot got to do with the con- the economy too. Uh, and I, I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And think maybe about- that's all the maybe all those are factors contributing to this powder keg that's, okay. that seems to be going and on I, nationwide. And I'm not saying that it's it's wrong. I'm not saying that it's right. You know, but they need to look deeper down inside this, too. You know, did he have mental issues? I mean, you know, hey. Oh, I'm yep. I'm sure, very, very certain that he does. Um, and that that has been alluded to for, in some of the postings that I've read. Uh, okay. I'm, yeah, okay. I'm sure nobody's really been able to get deep enough, to, I think, to really classify his, to formally classify his mental status, but I have read some that are, Certainly pointing heavily towards some type of problem. Wow. Okay, so well, you know, also, yeah, also, I want to. Yeah, I also wanted to tell you. I think a, a lot of it had to do with drug usage too, because I did like on. Oh, you know, I did some recent situation too. They said not only did he have suffer from mental issues, but they said like friends, like from people that knew him kind of um, knew that he uh, fell into, you know, I guess like it all started like right after high school because this guy's only like 22 years old, and they said that he started um, using uh, LSD. Um, he started using those like those, um, those like mushrooms and stuff oh, like that. Okay. Yeah, so on top of all that, with the mental issues, there was, there was drug abuse, and then – they said that um, at one point he um, he's a heavy drinker too, and they said he had alcohol poisoning at one point too. So wow. I think a lot of factors um, contributing to this. But the thing that I was trying to, um, you know, that I want to know is, did anybody around him, knowing that he suffers from mental illness, did anybody around him notice any? Warning signs because so many times, like I, you know, like I, like I say, you know, we we want to sit around and act like, hey, you know, oh, this is such a big shock. But a lot of people notice things, but nobody wants to say anything. And then when something of this magnitude happens, then we want to be like, oh wow, I never saw it coming. You know, right. so I, I would, I think we as a people, we need to start being aware 
of our surroundings, especially these days and times. You know, like you like you mentioned earlier, with the economy the way it is, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, people losing their minds, they're losing their jobs, they're losing losing their homes. We need to kind of be aware of our surroundings because we don't know who's going to flip out. We don't know. It, it's just crazy out here right now. Well, now you know, and, and I want to say this. Uh, can I say this? Uh, this is what I'm saying. Even in the job uh, industry, do you not know they are they are allowing them to carry guns to the job to the job now? Really? Did you guys know that? Yes, they they kind of the jobs are you referring to? Yeah, like no, I'm I'm serious. You know, like they're they're like, uh, any job, state jobs or whatever. I think they're getting ready to pass that law. I I've seen that on the news where you can just carry your gun. You, you're allowed if you have a license, you can carry your guns now at the workplace. Well, that has actually legally that that law has particularly always been on the book. Uh-huh. I didn't yeah. know that. Yes, the law has always been that, it, with the exceptions of being schools and federal buildings, government buildings, okay, like that, you're not permitted to have firearms in or any place that it would be additionally applicable by law. However. Okay. Say you work at Walmart, stock and shelves. The only can you carry a gun inside Walmart? It's a public store. You could certainly carry it if you are legally licensed. Now I'm talking to about the state of Indiana people. You know, I because this is where we're at over here. You know, if anybody's listening that's out of state, you know, just realize I'm talking about Indiana only here. But right. you you could, but. If you, as an employee of Walmart, say you wear your gun to work at Walmart, and Walmart finds out about it, if that's against their particular policy, they reserve the right. They can fire you for it. That is still the law because they can't dictate really that stipulation of their employees. Oh, okay. Okay, and and this is my question. I have another question. I don't want to seem like I'm asking too many questions, but I want to ask you, you, you guys, what? Did he, what is his parents saying about this? Or are they even in the media? Are the parents, or is his parents saying anything about the shooting or what kind of son do they had? Oh. You, you guys know anything about that? Seneca, you don't know that. There, there's not been, like, people, and it's just a thing that, you know, people got to realize is this happened, like, less, well, a little over a week ago. So there's a lot of questions that are still unanswered, you know, and, and I also wondered that myself because, like, you know, with this guy being only 22 years old, I do wonder what his parents have to say about this because I don't think this is a this is like an issue with him that has started overnight, right? Because, like, because you know, Seneca, they can say they can say you know, like my son, you know, he did, you know, what I'm saying he just flipped out, you know, he wasn't like this, or my son was a good kid, and I, you know, I, we, I would like to know. You know, what kind of person? I know you have to be sick for doing this, but, you know, I would like to know, you know, what kind of, you know, you would think that they, that his parents would, would come on there and would like be like, you know, my child, you know, trying to defend their child, which, you know, any parent would defend their children, Seneca, you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. So, I I, I mean, I just want to know, Joe, there's nothing in the media saying his parents have come forth to say anything. The only thing that I ever seen in the media was that the parents said that they were, very shocked and very sorrowful about or very regretful over what happened, but that was really the only thing that they had said. And and really, honestly, I can't blame them. I mean, you know, what are they going to say? I mean, there's obviously 
several witnesses to the fact of what right. their son did. You know, right. but still at the same token, it is their child. You know, they they don't want to see him die any more than any other parent would want to see their child die. And you know, but yeah, I mean, I really think probably uh, silence is probably for them the best thing they can do at this point. Okay. Okay. Yeah, legal, well, and not to mention too possible legal ramifications. You know, even though he was 22, if you look back to when he was a minor, was there a duty to act? Was there further dutiful qualifications by that state that would have maybe required more, you know, something as in his childhood maybe, you know, you know how litigious lawsuits can get. Right. And, you know, that for, the, for them right now, probably remaining silent probably legally the best thing they can do for themselves. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, and and this is just like with any other case, like you mentioned, like even if we go back and look at the different um, situations, like dealing with Columbine and yeah. like other yeah. shootings of that magnitude, you never really hear what the parents have to say. And then on top of that, I've always been brought up, you know, in the school of thought of believing, hey, your parents should know what's going on in their house, you know. Uh-huh. So my thing is, it's like. How how are these people, these young people, engaging in these activities, especially when they when they, you know, own weapons and stuff like that? And how are they able to do do this under their parents' roof? You know, without Guys, them even having some type of suspicion of what's going on. That's well, always this, been my thing. I don't understand how people I, can just because, let me tell you, me going me going up, Seneca and Mike, me going up, guys. Uh, my parents checked my rooms. You know, they were able to go in and, you know, because they paid the bills. You know, this is their home. So, I mean, you have yeah. kids now. Nowadays, you have kids that the parents are scared to even open up their door. Honey, my mom would, uh, my, well, my grandmother, she would tip over my bed, look under the bed. Okay, I don't even know what's going on. I think, you know what I'm saying? Nowadays, right. parents don't even do, they don't check the kids on drugs. It's like they're ignoring the fact. You know, if you know your your, your son's behavior, your your daughter's behavior is changing, the eyes are getting skinny, you know, look like they're on meth and all this stuff, they're not checking their stuff. Oh, you know, Mom, you know, because they're pulling wool over their eyes now. Uh, but these parents are like a lot of parents today are afraid to infringe upon their child's yeah, right to privacy. Exactly. Uh, so privacy, you're given privacy in the bathroom. You know, aside from mm-hmm. that, you don't really have it. You're a kid. <laughs> wow. wow. Well, I don't know. Nowadays, parents are not, I'm telling you, their privacy. Uh, it, uh, nowadays, you know, I think parents should uh, uh, convert back to the uh, old days where they would check. You know, ask your, your kids, you know, what are you into? What are you doing now? You know, these kids are doing everything nowadays. And I fault the parents sometimes now from not doing than that. that. You can ask them. They ain't going to tell you nothing. <laughs> I know I, I know that, but you know, hey, you know, if I'm paying the bills, you're living under my roof. You know, I'm going to check under your bed. I'm going to look through your drawers. I'm going to look through your uh, your dresser drawers. I'm going to look through, you know, look in high places, your your closets and stuff. I check think you do, and I agree with you. And I think the biggest fundamental problem there is a lot of parents today don't seem to want to be that involved. Oh, yeah. I mean, you look at the culture now. You know everything's so fast paced. You know, you got these mothers. I, you know, I'm about to I'm about to jump into this because I'm I'm about to read some people. I'm really about to read some people because you know what? You got these parents today. You got these trifling mothers, 
you know, they so worried about what club I'm going to go to tonight. You know, yeah. I got to get my hair done. I got to get my nails done, all this stuff. You know, I don't, I, don't, I don't care what my kids are doing. I got to do me and this, that, and the other. But your kids are running around like heathens. You know, that's, you know and, and you see it. You, I mean, you can go out any given day or given night of the week, and you, you just see these kids running the street, walking the street. And I'm, like, wondering, okay, this is a school you, day. This is a school night. Daddy? What are you doing out? Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, what are you doing out this time right. of night? And what are you doing out during the middle of the day? And these and they're obviously kids. Well, you know what this you is, know, guys? So, but you know what that is, though? You know what that is, guys? That is... See now, nowadays we have babies having babies. Uh, you're right. <laughs> you're right. That's true. You see what I'm saying? So they didn't know no better. Their parents didn't teach them any better. I mean, that, that's what we are. We these teens are becoming mothers at 13. Some some of them at 11 years old. Yeah, you're right. And these sadly, not true, but yeesh. I'm saying, say, yeah. I, I know, you know, well, you're supposed to be on Saturday morning cartoons. Yes, exactly, exactly. They're not like we used to be, guys, back in the day. Like you said, Saturday morning cartoons. No, uh-uh. Baby, these kids are uh, the uh, X-tubing and whatever you what? do. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> baby, yeah, you right. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. Porns and the parents, they got they got these porn. They're looking at porns. But, but actually, people are setting this stuff baby. up. They oot your mama, baby. Baby, they I, I agree go there today tonight, but... <laughs> I'll, I'll get ready to go there, really, because they, I'm just going to be on. honest. When you, when you got these mamas uh, they, uh, looking like me and these prophets being honest, <laughs> they can't help but to see them. They, they look at yeah, more books right. than me. They look at more yeah, books right. than me. Who do you look up to anymore, baby? You can't look up to nobody no more. Well, you know, the sad part is, you know, you look at what the kids are looking up to, and you see that, and you kind of go, wow, seriously? I'm going to bring somebody else. I'm going to see if my cousin got something to say, because I know she got something to say. Chan, I know you got something to say. You, you just uh, listening, because I know you. Well, actually, I just wanted to um, speak on the issue about the shooting at the funeral or whatever. Yeah. Um, I just think it's sad, you know what I'm saying, that she, she's already mourning over her son, and then, you know, to have another shooting occur at the funeral, I just think it's sad, you know what I'm saying, it's, it just shows you what the world is coming to, I just, mm. I just think it's messed up, I think it's all jacked up, I just think, like, like, uh, the lady was saying, it starts within the home, you know what I'm saying, it's uh, it's obviously lack of parenting. Like somebody wasn't doing their job. They ain't, you know, checking their kids' room, checking into their kids like they supposed to be doing. Like it used to be done back in the day. And you know how we was raised coming up. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you right. know how it was. It, we really didn't have no privacy. So, and I mean, there's nothing wrong. I mean, you can have your privacy, but it should only be to a certain extent. And like she said, it's there, there's I mean, they got too much. You know what I'm saying? It's just too much freedom, and it's just it's, it's just sad when it's all said and done. Well, Chan, hold that thought. Um, we're going to talk about this. Um, we got another caller, 444. Is this Deandra? Yes, it is. Hello? Hey, okay. boo, what's, what's going on, girl? <laughs> nothing much, nothing much. 
Girl, we are having a good conversation because, like, right now, you know, we're talking about, like, we, we started off with the whole Arizona shooting, and we, we're talking about the shooting with the, with the church, and you know, that happened at the church. But what do you have to say about these parents today that are just allowing all this stuff to go on, and they have no, you know, it seems like they're scared to be parents today. What do you have to say about these, these especially the parents that don't care and they mm-hmm. just have to Girl, what what do you have to say about that? I don't think they don't they they don't care. I just think it's it's parents that they're so focused on trying to be their children's friends than the parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That's where they get caught right. up at. Right. Well, I also well, want to I say mean, to the, um, the 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 shooting that happened at the church or whatever. I actually work with the. Um, with the boy's mother. We haven't seen her or anything, but, um, I mean, from uh, what I heard, yeah, we, I work with the, the mother of the, the funeral or whatever, the, the shooting that actually happened. The boy happened. that got shot. Yeah, the mm-hmm. boy that got killed. I work with his mother. We haven't seen her or anything yet, but, um, you know, it's just all kind of stuff floating around about it, but it's, That's you bad. know. I yeah, it's just that sad, no, you know. No, he's no, been no, away. No, he hasn't been to work for a while, so no. I just think it's sad, you know. But you know what? I'm just gonna say this. Nobody get they. Nobody even have respect for church anymore. Cause you know what? The church folk ain't acting like uh, the church folk are acting like the world too. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. exactly right. what it is. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, you know, they say, why should I have respect, you know, for the church? And they out there doing everything else under the sun. The preacher's doing all that you hear about so much stuff. So they, they ain't going to give you respect. The preacher telling you to take off your hat. Because I've heard that they were telling them to take off their hats coming in the door and stuff. They wouldn't take off their hats. So, you know, they were coming in being disobedient to the pastor. They said the pastor was standing in the middle. I heard about that shooting at, at that church. The pastor was standing in the middle of the um, uh, of the pulpit trying to tell them to calm down and stuff. But I thought the pastor it because, even have to have been that it shouldn't even have got to that point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, but see, they should have had that respect walking in the door of a church. Yes. Yeah. But, see, I fought the pastor because they said that he didn't take charge, not the pastor. I'm sorry. They said one of the deacons was doing it. The pastor should have said, hey, this is my house. Y'all not going to act oh, like this. Yes. Right. Y'all take this oh, stuff out. Oh, yes. Yes. See, the pastor yes. should have just took authority on that. I know mm-hmm. these, these, them old pastors, I know I had a pastor that passed away, but the pastor passed away. He wouldn't allow that in this church. Maybe he would have shut it down. He would have put he would have put yeah. in the casket and everybody else. I know it's sad to say that, but he would come back. <laughs> he would have rolled that girl. He would have rolled this girl out. He said, "No, nah, we could roll this girl right out the door. Take it to another church." Yeah, you're okay. right. <laughs> come but on, you, now, know what, have... you know what was so scary about the situation? You had all those people there, and then like mm-hmm. you had a child that got shot out of all this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Ignorant. Ignorant. It's just the, scary to show what this world is coming to, and it's like it, it, it's like it's so far gone. It's like it ain't even no control over it no more. It's just it's You're making a good point too, and then the other the other lady made a good point too. You know about the parents trying to be their friends, but I'm gonna go back to this with the shooting because when they were shooting, they didn't care about nobody else's life. Like you said, like you said, Seneca, a child got shot. They don't care about nobody else's life. That's, yeah, you're right. They're, they're, they're sad. Think about they they didn't stop to think. Okay, I'm shooting in this funeral. I'm gonna take somebody else's life in a, at, at a funeral. And see, people like that are heartless and cold-hearted and just. 
ain't got a feeling in the in the world when they do something like that. Especially right. you know, to kill a child. It's like you 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 got to be heartless. You you're just a heartless person to do to even take a child's life. You know, you should have the audacity to you know what I'm saying. You you couldn't go around that child. Are you serious? I mean, not saying it shouldn't have happened in the first place, but dang, the child was like right there in your vision, and you couldn't even. I mean, come on now, that's that's crazy. It's crazy. Well, well, guys, um, I'm going to go to a quick song. I want y'all to hang with us because we got another topic that's coming up, and I would love to hear y'all opinion on this because did you guys hear about that situation that happened in the news about that, that father that threw, threw that child across the room? No, I didn't. Yes. yes. I heard about it. Yes, yes. Yes, but honey, me, let me tell you. Let me yes. tell you, I, I got some personal inside information about that because I met the person about a week ago. Uh, so we're going to get in that in a minute. And we're going to, honey, and I'm going I'm to I'm 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 make this disclaimer now because you know me. I'm going to keep it real. If I step mm-hmm. on some toes, I don't care tonight because this is ridiculous. And then, like like I mentioned earlier, we have all this stuff going on, and then, like, people see the warning signs, and then, oh, everybody's playing stupid. But when but when something happens like this and it comes, you know, to light in the media, then everybody wants to step back and act like, oh, I didn't, I never saw this coming. So we're going to get back to this. So y'all hang with, hang with us. Can y'all all hang with me for, like, about four, you know, because we got to go to a break real quick. But when we come back, we're going to talk about this situation. Can y'all hang with me? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put the lines on mute. We're going to go to a song, and when we come back, I'm going to uh, uh, talk about this situation. And I'm going to get DeAndra and uh, Michael's opinion on that, and then I'm going to bring y'all back into it. Is that cool? Yeah. Fine. All right.
telling you, we are having a good, um, a really good show today, and I really enjoy the dialogue because I think um, the thing about us is that we need to start uh, coming together and discussing the issues more. And I, I really um, appreciate everybody that came in today. This has really been a good show. And um, we're about to go to a, um, a new topic right now um, that's been in the media the past, um, couple of days, and the reason why I really want to cover this topic is because I actually had, and I really got to be careful with this because this is uh, this is still under investigation. But pretty much, and I'm trying to pull up the story right now on Channel6.com, so bear with me. Um, but the, but the story has something to do with child abuse, and. First of all, me and DeAndre's been talking about the situation, you know. And while I look for this story, DeAndre, I want you to just give give us your opinion about what happened with the entire situation. You there, DeAndre? I'm still here. So can you tell me, like, based on what I told you, because I'm trying to find the story so I can get my facts straight, um, can you tell us... Um, what do you feel about the whole situation? Um, I just think it's, it's crazy. Because right. I don't understand how do you get so lost in relationship with the man and she gives him enough, I don't know, just enough um, controversation to, you know, hit your, beat your kids any kind of way. To me, yeah, a child can be a whooping, but a beating, I don't, I Well, you know, the thing about it is, you know, and I'm trying to find this, so bear with me. I should have been prepared for this. But uh, pretty much it, it was one of these situations, I, you know, I went to a friend's house, and I'm not going to mention any name, and I first saw this child, and right off the bat I knew something was wrong because when I seen the child, and this is like a week ago. I seen the child, and I seen bruises on the child's face, and the child had like a busted eye. Now, first of all, I'm going to tell you this now. One thing I don't, you know, one thing about me is I don't play when it comes to children, because children can't, you know, protect themselves. So when I seen the child's eye, I immediately asked questions. Nobody could give me an answer to what's going on. You know, but all they knew was like, okay, this child has had these bruises, and, I, and you know, and don't call me on this. If I remember right, they said another child of theirs had like bruises on them as well. So I'm questioning, like, okay, what's going on here? Because shouldn't no child have all these bruises on their face like that? And what could a child do at that young of an age to justify that? So you know. Yes. Seneca. Now yes, I sir. saw the news I saw the news and let me tell you what the news said earlier. There mm-hmm. were prior abuse to the children. Did, did you did you guys see that? They said that it is it has happened before. Oh wow. They said wow. it happened before. I watched it this morning. They said it happened before and I guess they didn't pay no attention. They said the child fell down, but they wouldn't bind it this time when they when they took him to the hospital this time. They wouldn't bind it. So this this mother 
tacky, trifling. You know, knew this, knew this was going on, you know, because of love. You know, it ain't that much blank, blank in the world that you in love with that you can have your kids hurt. Come on, I'm just going to lay it out there because it's too much. They fall in love over the sex and all this stuff. Now think about your kids. Come on. See, I can, I can relate to that because, you know, when I was young, I'm just going to put it out there, my mother chose the man over us. And that man was doing all kinds of stuff. That man was doing all kinds of stuff to us, and she was acting blind and look, because she's going in love with the cock cock. I'm just gonna come put it out there. I'm gonna put it out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And these these ladies ain't that much cock out there that you can fall in love with. I said that 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 it will hurt your kids. And I still I'm I'm 35 years old, and it's still that 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 is still haunting me. The stuff that that man did to to me and my sister, yeah. the stuff that he did to, to my mother. You understand what I'm saying? So mm. I, 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 it, it, that, that topic really hurt me when I seen that today. And she knew what was going on. And she been like, they they did press charges on her. Talking about she ain't in jail yet. Well, let me tell you this, and I'm gonna tell you, I, the guy I knew something because I met him at this party. And I knew something I'd was right. Free if you'd like me to read. You found the article. Yes, I've got it here. If you'd like me to read it. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Okay, I'm trying to find the date at which this was posted, but it uh, appears it was updated as of January 15th, so two days ago. It says. Oh, wow. Indianapolis police have made an arrest for aggravated battery in what started out as an investigation for an injured child on Friday night. Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department was notified by emergency medical services personnel of an injured 15-month-old boy that was transported around 7.30 p.m. Friday evening from the address of 6119 Lakeview Drive. This is coming, by the way, from WTHR.com, Channel 13's website. Um, medical technicians did not believe the injuries were consistent with a fall, as was initially reported. The child right. arrived at Riley Hospital and was immediately taken to surgery for head trauma and is listed in critical condition. The incident occurred in the apartment of the 30-year-old Eric Steele. Steele was interviewed by a child abuse detective at the Family Advocacy Center Friday night and was subsequently arrested for Class B felony aggravated battery after admitting that he had struck the child, knocking him into a wall. Uh, Oh, wow. Wow. A disciplinary issue, the man was apparently just trying to apply some ointment to the face of the child for an illness or an injury. He came frustrated when the child resisted. At that point in time, he struck the child, knocking him into the wall, which caused the... said IMPD Sergeant Paul Thompson. There were four children at the apartment at the time of the incident. Two belonged to Steele, the injured child, and a two-month-old sibling were the children of 23-year-old Crystal Dobbs. The two-month-old infant was taken into custody by Child Protective Services. Steele's children were released to a family member. Formal charges pending against Dobbs, who's the mother, has not been charged yet at this time. Uh See what I'm saying? Go ahead, DeAndre. I know you got something to say. I know you're ready to read somebody. Go ahead, girl. Okay, now how the hell do you knock a child in the the damn car and you trying to place some damn ointment on his nose or wherever the hell you was trying to put it? How does that you end up knocking him into the wall? I don't get that. Because oh, let me, in, uh, let me in this conversation. Cause that's some Girl, go, right here. 
Oh, no. Because, first of all, no, you should never get that. If you feel like you're going to get that mad at a child, then you need to walk away. There is no reason for a grown-ass man. I don't even know if I can cuss on this radio. There is no reason girl. for a no grown-ass man adult, to be putting his hands on no child and knocking him across the wall and beating him all in his face like that. That just shows you right there. Ain't no telling what else been going on with them people. And uh, technically, Hold up, y'all. Let me they, tell y'all they don't this need though. that baby either. They don't need none of them kids they got. And I pray to God that the kids don't have to go back there. No, girl, let me well, hold up, yeah. Let me tell you about this girl, though, honey. Let me tell you, cause I, I I told you I met them a week ago. This girl was at the party, honey, and she looked like she was so damn high and drunk. And she's on, she was on Channel Six talking about, ooh, you know, I'm trying to get away from him and this, that, and the other. But girl, if you no, go to Mr. Eric Steele's, hold up, y'all, hold up. If you go to Mr. Eric Steele's um, uh, Facebook page, honey. You will get on there and see. She's talking about she's been trying to get away from him and this, that, and the other. But why do you have on your, on his Facebook page as early as Friday talking about, ooh, I love you and I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But yet you're trying to get know. away from him? You oh, are liar. No. See, this is what I'm saying. That's one of those. Go ahead. Somebody had to slap her, her upside her damn head, too. Are you for real? Oh. Hey, sir. Yeah. Oh, you talking about them girls that the, the girls that 
You no, talking about the no. um the, the, the double killings like that uh-uh. they had to do with them drugs? No, the little baby, the little baby girl, and then when they pulled up the records uh from the oh yeah, you talking about yeah when they had like over two thousand pages of documents and stuff. Yeah, and see, and I hate I hate to say this, but it that's what it's probably gonna end up being like. Yeah, they saying they cracking down, but they can't be cracking down too much because like the lady just said on the phone, she needs to be convicted just as well as he is. She well, needs to go to me, jail let too. me interject this at this point. By looking at the charges, I don't know how many people in the general public understand the felony classification, but they have charged him with aggravated battery, which doesn't seem like much, but it, they have charged him with B felony. Uh, that's damn high. So that means they ain't playing around. If they've got him charged with a B felony, they plan on putting his ass away for a long time. I know that's fine, too, but she needs to go, too, because I feel like she needs to go if he is. And the reason I'm explaining that part is a B felony suit doesn't just have usually one aspect to it. In other words, what I'm saying is, one, they're going to throw a hammer on him, but it's not done. They're going to come back and get her. Because she's not going to be able to skate out of this. If they're playing that serious of charges, she's going to get something eventually. Yeah, that's what, and that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is that she needs to be convicted just as well as he is. She needs to be charged, too. And them babies need to be put in a safer environment. They need to be put somewhere where they're going to be safe and they, you know what I'm saying, they're not going to be endangered or right. nothing like that. Because we don't need the same mistake that we had with that little girl over them 2,000 them 2, pages worth of child abuse. Right. Three, four. I think she was like four years old. Mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. And see, that's three, way three. too many pages for a baby. She's a baby. Three, one, three. Okay. Well, okay. I'm gonna tell y'all the story, y'all, because I, I need y'all to understand this, and I'm, on, I'm, I'm, and I'm trying to keep this, you know. The person, how I went, I don't involved with it, but the thing about it is, it's like. Everybody was sitting around wondering why do these kids have these groups and nobody acting like nobody knew what was going on. But to me, I never met this guy before, and talking to him, he was just really out there and stuff like that. And it was just some other things that I felt uncomfortable about the situation. I'm sorry because. I ain't trying to put nobody's dirty laundry out there, and I'm not going to do that because that's just not what I do. But it's just some things out there that he just said as, like, in reference to, like, you know, I always got these women after me and this and the other, and I always got to change my phone number and this, that, and the other. And it's just some other things that came up in the situation. And I think mental issues, mental illness is, is in the situation as well. Okay, we got a bad connection somewhere. We're having a hard time hearing people. <laughs> okay. Can you hear me now? There, that's a lot better. Okay. Well, what I was saying is, it's like what the whole situation is, when I met them, it was just like something about the situation wasn't right. And everybody, you know, and I'm not trying to put the person, you know, that was having a party, I'm not going to put them out there like that. Because you know, they asked me not to, you know, use their name, and that's fine. But I was at the party, and just speaking with him, it was just some red flags that came up when I was talking to him because he was talking about how he lets his kids beat up on him, and they be punching them in the face, and he wrestles with his kids, and he's, like, real rough with them. And my thing is, first of all, 
I'm not going to be playing around with my kids like that. And then second of all, what bothered me about the situation is you're talking about how you always got these people, all these women that's, that's blowing your phone up and you got to get your phone changed every three weeks. And you're talking about how people trying to hack into your mouth, your Facebook and all this stuff. That, that, that goes to show me that you are not living right. You're not living right.
915-8200, and I want you to tell me, do you really know your man? Or you can hit us up on Twitter, twitter.com slash UCOFW. Do you really know your man? Because a lot of these women are getting into relationships with these men, and you don't know them. You don't know them from a hole in the wall. You meet them at the club. You want to bring them home around your kids, and your kids sitting, like, like, like the caller said earlier, you know, you bring these men around your kids, they end up getting molested, they getting abused, you know, they sitting up in your house, ain't paying no bills, they eating up your children's food. Yeah. Do you know your man? Do you know if your man's creeping with another woman or another man for that fact? Do you know your man? So, I mean, I, you know, can somebody tell me, like, do you think these women know who they're messing with these days? Hell no. These men are out there doing everything, girl. Let me tell you. <laughs> because my, my best friend, man, was sleeping with men and sleeping with her and other women. Ooh. And you couldn't tell the bitch shit. You couldn't tell the dumb bitch shit. I'm like, man, girl, your man is at that, that other man's house. <laughs> She's so dick dumb. Dick dumb, girl. Big <laughs> <laughs> dumb. That's what you call it. Glory, that's great. Girl, that's the word of the motherfucking episode. Yeah, he loved you and some ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. I'm that's all I gotta say, Colin. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Left her ass for fans. Okay. Oh. Now they don't know they men. Okay. They don't know they men. They don't, because they don't take time. Like you said, like you said, girl, they don't take time to ask questions. But you know, my if thing you, is, if you get a call in the night, if you get a call in the night, it's going to be one of them dumb ones that swear they know they mean it. Yeah. <laughs> or they swear they're the only woman. Okay, and really, to in order to say that you really know them, I mean, I mean, this is, could go into a whole complete spewing mess about trusting your partner, but how do you build the reliable trust in order to know them? How do you do that? You better find out by asking questions. One. Communication. What do you say? Communication. Yeah. You better find out by asking questions. So, uh, you you got to ask questions. Have you ever heard of the whipped cream test? Hello, uh, girl. <laughs> Hey, you heard of that? What'd you call it, Seneca? <laughs> it's called the whipped cream test, bro. What's the whipped cream test? <laughs> I think, now, you know, I think that's a little too graphic for this show this year. I don't know. Honey, give me the details, honey, because if he's out there doing the whipped cream shit, tell me. <laughs> cool whip, whatever. Tell me. You know, and this is what I heard, especially the women that get with these men that's out of prison. If you want to know if your man been messing around, you take some whipped cream and you or some whatever, and then you then you like you act like you're gonna do some kinky stuff with him, and then you spray it down his butt cheeks, and it's so if it go down in that. Why are you making me do this? <laughs> I think we got the picture. You can let it go from there. <laughs> okay, there you go. You got your answer. <laughs> oh Lord! Oh. But, but my question is, what about the women? Like you can't tell them nothing. Like 
you like like in DeAndre, we've talked about this before. About these super women, you you can sit there and tell them, you know, like you took And um Wait a minute. Ooh, I thought I lost my connection for a minute. These women. Please stand by. <laughs> yeah, these Hello? women that you can't I'd tell. I'm saying to not. take up some time while he fixes his connection, but if I sing, people are going to hang up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I can get through a couple of lines of Oh Happy Day and then I'm done there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I mean, some women, you can't tell them nothing. No, that's true. That's true. You can't tell them nothing. So they end up with something. Well, y'all, uh, I think I'm going to just take a quick break. Can y'all hang with me for a couple more minutes? Yeah. Okay, because I got to go to a break real quick. I got to uh, handle something real quick. But when we come back, we're going to finish this conversation because it's getting really uh, deep. And, um, yeah, so I will be back in about a couple minutes. Hang with me. Soft lips, yeah, you know, word of mouth. The square root of 69 is a something, right? Cause I been trying to work it out. Ah, uh, good weed, white wine, uh, I come alive in the nighttime. Yeah, okay, away we go. Only thing we have on is the radio. Oh, let it play. Say you gotta leave, but I know you wanna stay. You just waiting on the traffic jam to finish, girl. The things that we can do in 20 minutes, girl. Say my name, say my name. Wear it out. Getting high, crack a window, air it out. I can get you through a mighty long day. Soon as you go, the text that I write is gonna say. Everybody knows how to work my body. Knows how to make me want it. Boy, you stay up on it. You got the something that keeps me so balanced. Baby, you're a talent. Let's explore your talent. Hey, boy. Like a lot of these, like I said, was like I was trying to say before, I had technical difficulties. The thing about it is, you can't tell some of these women anything. You can't tell them anything because 
You could be sitting there and telling them, you know, hey, your man was at my house last night, whatever, and you can have proof, all this proof and stuff like that. You can have text messages, pictures, and everything else, but you can't tell them anything. Like, you know, it's, it's just like some people don't, some people are blind to the fact that, you know, and, and this is getting back to what I was saying earlier, you know, um, you know, that's how abuse in the home happens because, like, you have some women that will choose a man over their child, and the child can be sitting there getting abused, getting molested, but the mother will sit there and choose that man over their son or their daughter. And and I'm going to tell you this now. It's not even the daughters you got to worry about being molested today. you got to worry about your sons, too. Honey, that is the truth. I used to worry about, I used to sit back and I used to think, I said, you know, do my mother know that this man is doing this to us? I used to ask myself that. I really do believe my mother knew this man was doing this to us, y'all. Yeah. That's sad. It is sad. It is sad. And, you know, and, and but, but why wouldn't she get out of that situation? Because, like Seneca said, the mother's Like 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 we said, they're gonna choose a man or a woman over you. 
Yeah, because they feel like they're not protected by their mother, so that's why they don't say anything or the the father. Right, you right, you right. So that brings back to that point. Do you know your man? Hell yep. no, they don't know their men. They don't know they they don't know their men. They don't know what they're getting involved in. And and I want to say some of these women are very attractive. Some of them, you like you said, they're just seeking you know just seeking a man, and they, they, they're very attractive. It's, it's like okay, can I say this? It's like they have a lot of book sense, but no common sense. Mm-hmm. Hey. Well, I'm going to say it's no backbone because since they ain't got the self-esteem, they're looking at this, whether it be the dick or whatever, making them feel good. They've lost all track of the rest of their brain and the rest of their life. Right. Dang. Mm. Like I said, you know, getting back to this situation because, like the situation we were talking about earlier, it, it just kind of angered me because, like, you know, normally, you know, you hear about situations like this all the time, but when when it hits at home, it, it hits home because I met these people, never met these people in my life, met these people about a week ago, and I knew something was right when I met them because, to me, I, I just can't see what, a 15-month-old child could do to where you would lose that control and just, I, I just, I don't understand it. And, and, you know, and this girl knew that this guy had a violent past. She even admitted it in the news story that I seen. She knew that the guy was, oh, unquote, paranoid and schizophrenic and all this stuff, but you decide to stay with him. You know what? Not, not cut off the topic because this is kind of almost on that topic, too. But it's 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 so surprising me that they willing to charge him with all these charges. But what about that police officer that got out got off for beating up that fifteen year old? What you say, girl? See, that's a mess there. What you just say? What that about police that officer? police officer that beat up that fifteen year old? Uh-huh. And he got off scot free. So you willing to charge this man with all this for doing this to his child? But here's an officer. That then beat this boy up to where he done messed his whole face up. And he, he mm. gets off scot-free. Well, girl, they, I don't think he's getting off scot-free because they, they, they're they ministers alliance. If you watch television, they fighting that shit. They are fight. fighting it. They are fighting it, girl. I'm telling you, they're dangling people. 493, you got anything to say about the 15-year-old they got beat? I mean, how do you feel about that? Chance. Uh, my cousin ain't there. You there, Chan? Chan. I think they got him. Oh, well, she her her number's still up. But anyways, well, I mean, my the thing that bothered me about the whole situation is, and and this is kind of like having to do with this situation too. It's it's like it's it's funny how the 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 state and the government is taking away the parents' rights. To discipline their children, but yeah. but the authorities in the system, like if they get caught up in the prison system, they can do whatever they want to see your child. Your child get abused, get beat up, molested. All this stuff happens to your child under the state's authority, but you as a parent have no right to even spank your child. I just, I, I just, not because I remember that in the juvenile system. Yeah. 
you know, and and the, and these kids want to sit here and disrespect their parents, and you know, and and they they you know they so ungrateful, but little do they know that you know they want to call child protection on their kid, you know, on their parents because or they want to run away from home or you know, and sometimes you know I'm not gonna say sometimes are in abusive situations, but I think more times than a few, I think the kids just don't want to mind and they want to, you know, get their parents in trouble. But little do you know when you are when you are a ward of the state or, you know, you're their property. They don't care about you. You know, yeah, so my thing most is definitely broke. <laughs> huh? The system is most definitely broke, especially in the juvenile sector. Oh yeah, I mean that. And you know, and I got a good friend of mine. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mention her name. Um, she used to work with juvenile kids, especially with the girls and stuff like that. And you would be so surprised the stuff that is going on at this at these girls' schools and an abuse that goes on there. I mean, sexual abuse, you know, you have girls that got pregnant by the people that work there. You know, know, these kids aren't getting their proper medication. They're not getting fed right. You know, it's it's so much stuff going on. That's even in the Um, school, too. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. That's that's even in the boys' school, too, because I had a friend that worked at the boys, and they're doing the same thing with the boys. What? You can't pass, pass them up too. They're doing the same thing. One of this, this guy got fired from from trying to have them boys. What? Since we going there, what about the church tuning in? What'd you, <laughs> so what'd you say? What'd you say? What about the church tuning in? Since we all on the you know in the system, the church is like that too. Oh, you honey. <laughs> That's true, girl. I mean, because I, you know, and I'm, a, I'm just gonna put it like this: I've been in the church all my life now. You know, you probably can't tell tonight, but you know, I just, I just, I just keep it real now. But you know, I've seen and heard of some of everything going on that goes on in the church. You know, and yep. you know, it, it's so much secrecy that's going on in the church. A lot of these preachers. You know, having these little young boys, like the whole Bishop Eddie Long situation. You know, the, you know the, the light being shown on Bishop Eddie Long, but this ain't nothing new. This, this is nothing new. He wanted to stick his egg roll in some. That's what that was. <laughs> he was part. He was part of his wife all dried up. He was ready for some milk. <laughs> But let me ask you this. In situations like that, do you think the parents should be, um, if the child's underage and, like, I don't know if these kids were, I don't think the kids were underage, but do you think the parents should be to blame for this, too? Or just, just let me Yeah, honey. Well, it is usually, I would say, 90% of the time, the fact that the kids are as mean and as hateful and as bad as they are is because of the lack of parenting. Ninety percent of the I agree with you, Mike. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I do, but I also agree with you, Seneca, because let me tell you, some of these mothers were probably getting gifts also. 
So they're selling their kids. How about that? Because I looked at the whole Eddie Long situation, and I said, these parents knew. Honey, he probably was buying the parents' cars and stuff, too. Sounds like a well-known Because didn't somebody in the paper, didn't, didn't somebody in the paper, one of those parents, uh, that he had paid their rent up or something like that or something. So these parents knew. It's like they selling their exactly. kids. Isn't that horrible? Just like they tried to do Michael Jackson. They wanted some money. I started right. to go there, but I thought, uh, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> wanted some money. But you know what? We might as well go there because the thing about it is, didn't those parents tell those kids to lie? So they can exactly. do money. Mhm. I mean, that's why I said today we we living in times where kids are just used as like as pawns. Like they use as like chessboard pieces. You know what I'm saying? Like they they use as you know tools to get what they want. They they'll sell their kids. Yeah. They'll sell their kids out to get some coins in their pocket. That, that there is just a whole new level of sick to use your kid, your child, as a sexual pawn. To get money out of somebody, that's a whole new level Girl. of pimping your kid out there. Well, it, you know, it's it, it, it's happening. I know, and I I know it does, but it's just like, wow, that's a whole new level of sick, really. What about the woman that was selling her nine-year-old and the man killed her? What? Yeah, this was a while ago. I didn't hear about that. Like she was talking to her nine-year-old. people out here, girl, and, and I'm telling you, you know, like, you know, you don't even, like like we were mentioning, you don't even have to look in the streets. This stuff is going on, like, even in the church. So my thing is, if you're not safe in church, your children are not even safe in church. Where are your children safe at? Not at school either. No, of course not. Of course not. And I'm going to tell you this now. These parents need to start checking these kids on Facebook because not only you dealing with sexual, uh, like, you know, crimes and stuff like that, you dealing with the whole cyberbullying thing going on. There's so much going on now that these parents just don't know. But, but to me, I and think see, these parents... And it's parents' responsibility to stay, stay calm. I think these parents giving the kids too much... They're giving them too much leeway because ain't no way in hell you'll be on the computer at 13 or 14. When you turn 17, 18, you'll be on it because you wouldn't be on it then. No, you wouldn't. Sorry. You just wouldn't. I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't think that children under 16 need to be having no Facebook page. They don't need to be no, on these websites. They, they don't need it. I, I just tell you all on Facebook. Huh? You know, I met the man in my life. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> But see, you see, you seen them shows like to catch the catch a predator, right? <laughs> I mean, y'all laughing, but this is for real. That's how they get these young people, you know. And these parents don't know because the and, and, and it, it could be happening right in front of your face. Your child on the computer. You think because they sitting there in front of you, you you know, you cleaning, you you know, washing dishes, cleaning clothes, whatever you do, because some of y'all don't try for me. Y'all can't even keep your house clean. Or how about the little kids and the little girls, little boys that can't keep their nose or their thumbs off of a cell phone texting? Do you know who they're texting? Girl, like I said, 
I mean, you 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 don't know because you think your child is sitting there because you because your child's sitting there. You think that you know they're safe, but you don't know who's on that computer screen. You don't know who's on the other side of that computer screen. You don't know who they texting. And not only do you have to worry about texting, you have to worry about sexting too. That's yeah. exactly. <laughs> so I, I think it, it, it takes the parents. The parents need to be responsible, and they need to stay on top of this technology. Yeah, and we all know though that sometimes I'm 32 years old, and I found out this year getting a smartphone. At the age of 32, I finally got me a smartphone, and do you know I felt absolutely ignorant for a week. How many of the parents out here, typical average parent, how many of them are keeping up with this stuff? But I bet yeah. the kids are. Some of the parents don't even know the slang that the kids talk. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like what is OMG? Girl, come up with the times. Yeah. They don't know none of that. Because, you know, because they, they don't know how to, like you said, Mike, they, they probably don't even know how to operate the, <laughs> operate the machine. So they're looking at these words like, oh, you know. They don't know. Yeah. 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 Well, shoot, I, I tell you, this is just one of them conversations that uh, I wish and I think that the churches like you know I think the church and, and, and I think the churches they I think they've kind of failed the community because they're not educating the people but yet they won't take your money every Sunday well hello I mean like hello. I mean isn't the church supposed to be the pillar of the community so why aren't they teaching people this because they had the church has lost its essence, and, and, and as far as, as Christian, Christ, uh, the Christians are not acting like Christians. Hmm. You understand what yeah. I mean? I'm meaning, like, I, like I, I'll be scared to go to church now. The way church is going now, I'll be scared to even ask somebody to come to Christ to get saved. Because they're gonna make that a bust of caffeine. I don't even want. Uh-uh. Honey, that's right, girl. You, that's right. Get scared, honey. That somebody get scared. Somebody gonna shoot up in the church. That's right. Well, hell, I mean, we done seen that. It's not even a question of if it, if it's gonna happen. It's already happening. Wasn't there just a couple of years ago a thing somewhere out west? I'm wanting to say Iowa or Utah. Where there was a guy that went into a church, but that church was right to a close because they actually had armed security guards in their church. Yeah. Wasn't it just a couple of years ago? Does anybody else remember that? I remember that. Was that that man that walked off the street and came in there and shot the pastor right in the head? Uh, shot the pastor or somebody, and then the armed security yeah, guard ended up shooting the assailant. And they were. I was like, "Whoa, you have an armed security guard in your church?" I'm thinking, "What kind of neighborhood is your church in?" Uh-uh. But you know what? My thing is, it's like we we can't even say what kind of relate like neighborhood because a lot of times I don't. People need to to stop following following up. I can't speak following into that trap to where they believe that such and such can't happen in their neighborhood or such and such can't happen in their town. That's right. 
You can't tell happening. because I don't live in the hood. I live in a nice neighborhood. I live out in the suburbs or I live in the country. This can't happen. You know what? You, right, you can't say that because that kind of woman got she. I'm more sure she was in a nice neighborhood. Honey, it's so happening. Think, everything is happening. Honey, it's happening. All it, it's happening more in them neighborhoods than than the ghetto. Yeah. But see, it, it just to me, it it just gets publicized more in the ghetto. Right. And, you know. Right. You know, like like you know, crime in general. Like you know, it's more people people shine a light more on the lower income neighborhoods, but really. There's all kind of stuff that's going on in these homes in the suburbs. There's so much dysfunction that's going on in these families. Trust me, I grew up in the suburbs. I've had friends that lived out here, baby. You think ain't nothing going on in these households? Girl, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You it don't know. because that little boy when he shot his mama. Yeah, that 10-year-old boy. Did you hear about that? Did you hear about that 10-year-old boy that shot his mama because he didn't want to do no chores? <laughs> yeah. Oh. What? Ten-year-old boy. And, honey, it's happening out in the country. That boy, they talking about, well, we keep these guns around because we grew up in, you know, you know, we live out in the country. And okay, let me tackle that one. Here. I'm from the sticks originally and out in the countryside. They're not, you know, that's great and all, but if you know, as a responsible gun owner, if you know that you have a child that is a loose cannon like that and has that much attitude in there and hatred in them. You, I mean, you should know your kids. You should know what you're, you know, unless your kid just teetotally one day just wakes up and is like, I'm going to step off the deep end today, and you had no prior knowledge, then I could understand it. But you can't tell me these people didn't know knowledge. that their kid didn't have a problem. And if that's the case and if you're a gun owner, you have that stuff locked up to where that kid can't get anywhere near it. That's right. That's right. That's right. I agree with that. That's right. No, but but you have to think about it. Like you said, it's in the country. You know, they don't think about stuff like that in the country. Hell, they shooting uh, bears and all kinds of shit out there. Foxes. <laughs> it is a different world. You know, they leave, they leave it out, honey. It's in it's in it's in the cabinet. Go get it. There's a fox in our backyard, honey. Go shoot it. <laughs> your damn child is five years old. Go shoot him, baby. Pow, pow. Then your ass get shot. <laughs> so did the mother live or what? She did. She, she killed did. her. She he killed her. He killed her. Yeah, she got killed. Oh hell! And then, what? and then, the kids come out. I, you know, kids look like they disturbed too. This girl, girl, ain't fifteen year old got pink hair. What the hell? Just, hey, wow. kids look, oh, them kids look disturbed, and they talking about. And the son talking about, you know, my mom was the best mom you can ever have, and she was such a good mother. Girl, hell, how could she be that good of a mother? And you guys, they said themselves in the store they had guns hanging up in the boys' room. Like, she and, you know. You, she was such a good mother. Why you kill her? Uh, oh, Lord Jesus. Honey, we live in I mean, a city. I mean, it sounds cold, but what, what would drive a – what normal child's gonna do that? That must. It makes me wonder. Was there some? It uh, was there something else going on in their family that we that, that didn't have, nobody did know. No, it it couldn't have been nothing else going on because he was exposed to this kind of this situation with guns. So if you're exposed to that, what what think what would you gonna do? 
automatically do it. I mean, it, it, it could have yeah. been like he was sick or nothing like that. No, if you're exposed to that shit, you're going to use it. Yeah. No child should have guns in their rooms. No child should have the access, like you said, Michael, to guns, to, to guns anywhere. No child should have access to guns. What kind of parent is that? One that don't care, child neglect again. Oh, Lord, girl. Uh, and the thing, you know, like the issue with with guns, you know, I was raised with what, firearms around my entire life. But they, up until I was a responsible age where I could handle them and be given responsibility and understand it. And, you know, I was never left unsupervised with a firearm, ever. Up until I was like maybe 16 or 17. Then I would, you know, obviously by then I knew what was going on. And even then I might not have been directly supervised, but there was an adult pretty damn close by. So, you know, it just, it blows my mind what kind of life or what kind of home these kids were in to where a 10-year-old had access to it. And you know this 10-year-old had to be some kind of an evil little shit. I mean... He had access to it, which he never should have had in the first place, and then the guts enough to actually pull the trigger and kill her? Shoot. It might have been something he was speaking about a long time ago. Yeah, you're right. She just set him off. He, she wouldn't let him go outside, and he was like, uh-uh. You know, I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> He said, you said, you want me to do what? You want me to, you want me to clean <laughs> what? He had no discipline all his life, and then all of a sudden that day she want to discipline him. So that's probably what made him go off. Like, you never disciplined me, so don't try now. Yeah, girl, I'm like right. the kid. You a right. <laughs> right, girl. So he oh, had had right. enough. He, he, wasn't right. wrapped, he probably wasn't wrapped too tight anyway, so. Right. What a fireman, as a matter of fact, because he probably ain't wrapped too tight either. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You know what? And in, in, in that story, I never did. They never said anything about the father. I don't know I what was. far too far from the tree. Yeah. <laughs> I said, honey, them, them, shit, them some damn crab apples, honey. Them some old withered up crab apples, honey. Them, <laughs> them apples eating up by the birds. <laughs> The kids was brown, oh. you can tell, because if she has a pink hair, she was brown. She was running the household. Mama wouldn't. She was just there. I saw, I saw her. I said, at that age, you not going to be walking at the house looking like a damn fool. And oh, Lord. Again, I, where I, I, was I the parent know, with any kind of response? like, huh? I said, again, you know, a 15-year-old around with pink hair. Again, where was the parent with proper parenting skills? That was yeah. she was trying to be their friend. There it go again. Trying to be yep. their friend. She in a box. Wow. I mean, not trying to be, you know, harsh about it, but now she in the box because she's trying to be her kid's friend. Wow. Well, Mike, I, I'm going to ask, can I ask this question, please? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. Mike, because you said that you was exposed with uh, around guns. I mean, did they teach you how to shoot a gun? Or what? How was you exposed to the guns? They were just out? Or no, what? no, no, what no. Was... No, 
Well, as of course, as a child, as far as I can even remember back being tiny or little, as far as my brain will go, you could have never seen a gun. In other words, the equivalent of someone having small children running around, no, they were never out. Oh, ever. okay. They were never left out where, you know, I as a small, irresponsible, let's say for lack of a better term, rug rat, <laughs> yeah. couldn't get into them. No, that was just not the case. They were put up because, you know, obviously you got small children, you keep them put up. You know, as you're as I got older, I w- they were not hidden from me. Uh, as I got older, I was showed what they did, how they worked. I was uh, taken out and showed how to use them properly. Why you? I, I I was taught a healthy respect for it. Oh, okay. So let's see. So so you would you say that 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 mother, you know, they didn't teach them a healthy respect. There was not a healthy respect. The kid killed his mom. What kind of respect was there? Yeah. Mm. You know, let alone the kid having that much of an anger issue and an attitude. I mean, I just can't help but think that this could not have been the first time the kid ever showed any anger. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's, that's my point. That's what I was trying to do. If you have a kid like that, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to say guns don't mix with that. And, and, and that's why I said the whole thing tonight, the whole thing tonight is, you know, people, this stuff just, to me, most of the time, this stuff just just, just doesn't happen out of nowhere. There's always mm-hmm. some warning signs. And like I said, it was something that probably happened. Nobody didn't want to, you know, pay attention to it. You know, and then when something, you know, blew up, then everybody wants to act like, you know, I, I never saw it coming. There's yeah. always warning signs to this, and you know, I wonder if any of the family knew of, knew of anything going on. Did they see that this boy was troubled beforehand, or was this boy, you know, was he bullied? Was he abused by the parents? Was he abused by a family member? I mean, there, there's so many things that need to be taken into account. You know what? It's the Family probably did know, but what they probably did, they probably was talking for her so much, you know, telling her, you know, you need to get out, you need to get out, and she wouldn't listen. So, you know, when a family, get, they just get tired of just telling you stuff because you don't listen, and they see it's not right. going nowhere, so they just not going to get involved with it again. Because if they tell you like, don't do it, it's almost like it's pulling you closer to the person that they tell you not to be with. Girl, just like just like an, just like an abusive uh, woman and an abusive uh, uh, that, a, that a man that has been abusing his wife or abusing his girlfriend, the sister telling girl, get on out there, get on out there. She ain't listening. She's staying, keeping her kids in that, and she's standing there. And then it it, 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 it results to what's happening to what happened with the little boy. Exactly. Yeah. It all goes back to that, y'all. And this why, like, it all goes back to do you really know your man? Like you, said earlier, like you said earlier, your man's sleeping with other men, your man's sleeping I'm serious, women, and, and, and y'all, so, they so dumb. They got these chat lines out there. These girls on this chat line, you got queens on the chat line, and baby, they rather go to the queens than the woman. Let's set it yeah, out there now. you're right. Let's set out there. Some of these women don't even know that they men are doing this, and they're going to bring them back until they bring them back. You know what I'm saying? Come back. And then they want to This what made me mad. Then they want to get mad at the gay men. For taking your man now, girl. Don't get mad at them. Cause you don't get, get mad. My thing is, don't get mad. Get glad. 
You can't get mad at him because they didn't take your man. Your man was already gone. He was never yours from the get-go. Because if somebody was to well, girl, this is what I'm saying. My point is that well, I'm saying what y'all said, but my thing is, they, like you said, Seneca, they get mad at the gay man. But I'm gonna tell you this: it, it's your man's fault because your man. Wait a minute, and then your man. This is this, this another story. This might be another topic too. Now your man sticking with the gay man. You find out she's sticking with the gay man. Then you want to fight the gay man. But wait a minute, and your man trying to fight the gay man. How you gonna fight gay man? Cause your man gay too shit. You don't get to when you met him. You just and it's like I said to say, it's always a sign there. You just ignored the damn sign because he always gave you that sign. You just didn't want to see it. No, I'm the, I got an interesting theory on this topic here when it comes to infidelity. I've been in more. I've been well two relationships I've had in the, had in the past. I was the victim of the other person being unfaithful and here's the method that i hold for this number one i don't get mad at the other person for wanting to get a piece i ain't getting mad at him for that but i will damn sure throw me a little bit of a fit about the person that's supposed to be with me Wow. regardless if the other person that they were cheating with was a man or a woman or whatever regardless of what it is Hey, I'm not mad at them. I ain't got a problem with them. I got a severe problem, but I'll tell you this. That person is sometimes going to be gone. I mean, sometimes they do, but then again, some of these men are so smooth, they can, they so calculating, and they know how to uh, yeah. manage and, you know, kind of, you know, balance things. Honey, they, they'll have, mm-hmm. they'll be living three different lives. Not two different lives, but three different lives. But the women don't go after their men. They come after the other person that they men have slept with. And you know that makes me mad. That makes me mad. Now that makes me mad. Why? Then they back with him, and then he's still fucking around. Then you still doing the same old, same out. Y'all, this is reality. People, people, they probably listening. They, they probably just going in one end out the other ear. But they really need to know, Seneca. You need to tell them that this is reality. This is happening. This ain't no fairy tale. This ain't Cinderella, honey. Do you think that a lot of people basically? Have that attitude that it's not going to happen to me. Yes, yes. Wait a minute. They have the attitude right now that oh, it's not happening to me. But baby, trust me, your man probably land up in some other man's bed right now. How about it? And it's 2011. <laughs> you better, you better get with the program. She. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, I got nothing. We got seven minutes left, but I just want to know if y'all got any final thoughts because this has been a good show. We're going to continue this topic um, upcoming here in the next week or two. This is a really hot-button topic because a lot of people don't know about the damn on, and I want, you know, people on here that can break it down because a lot of people just don't know about it. Yeah. So we, I really, anybody got some final thoughts? Because I really want to close this, um, the, the show out because I know today's Martin Luther King. Now I just want to close the show out with his um, speech. But do you guys have anything? First of all, I want to thank you guys for really coming in here and and just really engaging um, this conversation because we really need to talk about this stuff as a community, you know. Um, so do you guys have anything left to say before we uh, close it out? Yes, my final thing is women don't be naive. If if you've been abused. If your children are being abused, wake up and tell tell him that he has to go. 
Don't keep holding right. on. Don't keep holding on and, and putting your children in that in that kind of predicament because when they get older, they're going to remember that. So I said, I said to the women, and I and I and I'm gonna say this again: wake up, open your eyes. What's it say? So wake up and smell the coffee. So open your eyes and close your legs. How about that? Oh, how about it? <laughs> yes, that's true. I'm gonna add them. I, I mean, they so they so these these women are so hot tail. I mean, let me shut up. Let me shut up. I don't spoke too much tonight as it is. Tell the truth. Tell the truth, honey. I want to hit yeah. on that topic about the movie too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they sleeping on us or what, but if you, why would you want to be with something that can't do nothing for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my yeah, one. Why would you even? You doing all this? You taking care of him? He can't even watch your kids, but he can drive your car, can drop you off at work, go hang out with the boys. But when you come, when he come back with your car, it's on Ian. You got to put gas on it. What the hell? Come on, girl, yeah. and you ain't got no money to fill it up. And he ain't trying to go get none. And he ain't wash his ass in two weeks. He got a draw on it. He got to make you like fall with you better. And it's like, And she's still trying to give him some, girl. Ooh, girl. Mm-mm. Honey, that's why, honey, that's why they want to wonder why she got the damn clap. <laughs> why she got the back door, you clap, honey. That's a new shit you ain't never heard of. Oh Lord! What did that be like? Got to be gone, honey. Something. Stop being naive, girls. This is reality. Yeah, that's, that's the bottom line. So they No, I think they pretty well covered absolutely everything that I've thought of. <laughs> well, guys, uh, we're gonna come back here in the next week or so. I really like this. Um, check us out at www. Um, MySpace.com slash UCOFW or subscribe to our YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash UCOFW. We're on Twitter at Twitter.com slash UCOFW. And just just support us because we're really trying to – this is we, – we've had some fun tonight, but we really, on a serious note, we're talking about issues that are really impacting the issue, the, the urban community and in the community at large, you know, um, you know, and we're gonna come back with part two of this because um I really think do you do you think that's a good idea we should do do you know your man part two? That's a exactly. I think the, oh, that I think it'd idea. be a great idea and with uh in part two also giving out some resources that maybe if people don't know how to get some help for these issues, maybe giving them some options out there. Yeah. I think we're gonna do that. But uh, I wanted to leave the show out because, you know, it's Martin Luther King Day, and I at least wanted to – we didn't really get a chance to talk about it, but I really want to leave the show out with um, him doing his I Have a Dream speech because I really think that we need to keep that dream alive even in 2011. We can't forget where we came from. And I think he was the one that represented everybody. You know, it wasn't just black people. It was all people that were um, disadvantaged. It, it wasn't, you know – so I just I really think that we need to um, do that memorial, but I really want to thank all of you guys, and I really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming on through and supporting us because it means a lot. I don't take it lightly, never have taken it lightly. So, you know, so you guys think you're gonna be able to come in again uh, pretty soon? Oh yeah, this is my this is my first time, and I really enjoyed it, guys. I thank you for having this having this having a show like this because because like I said it's People need to know that this is true, real, real, real facts like this. So I appreciate it, guys. All right. 
Well, um, you guys take care, and until next time, uh, be careful, be safe, and um, I will. We will talk to you soon. All we say to America is be true to what you said on paper. If I lived in China or even Russia or any totalitarian country, maybe I could understand some of these illegal injunctions. Maybe I could understand the denial of certain basic First Amendment privileges because they haven't committed themselves to that over that. But somewhere I read of the freedom of assembly. Somewhere I read of the freedom of speech. Somewhere I read of the freedom of press. Somewhere I read that the greatness of America is the right to protest for rights. Yeah. <laughs>